0: Hello and welcome to the Films and Swear Movie Podcast, the foul mouth movie podcast that re- re- ble- 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 the foul mouth movie podcast records straight out of Fife, Scotland. I am your host Stuart Sutherland, and joining me tonight, Magic Mike Christie.
1: You will never get a job as an actor.
0: An actor? That's fine.
1: Aye. Trying <laughs> you read your own fucking script.
0: I know. I get marble mouthed quite easily.
1: So I was listening to it last week. And it was, uh, I was listening to the one for the last week, a few days ago, and it was when you were getting all like tongue-tied and shit.
0: Yes. That happens quite easily with me. I just need to slow it down. We're not in a rush. Don't need to yeah. rapidly fire out words. I, I'm making myself better. I'm going into <laughs> rehab. Or just being half my fist on words. Yeah. Yep. That's it. It's just the adrenaline of podcasting, man. We're just when, you, when that music kicks in, it start yeah. punching the air. Okay. that's it. Just ah.
1: especially when we're talking to uh, talking about Andy's favourite actor.
0: Aye, funny enough, the cunt's snow showed up the night. I know. And we're talking about Ryan Gosling.
1: And I thought he would have liked the film because like Ryan Gosling gets hurt when Aye. I in
0: the film. Uh, yeah, that's it. That could have been.
1: But he almost dies the first five minutes when he fucking punches that
0: door. Exactly. What's not to love? So, uh, if you haven't guessed already, we are talking about the nice guys on episode one hundred forty-eight. So aye, let's just get right into it. Aye, that means I'll have to look up spoiler music now.
1: I was going to say, what the fuck is the spoiler music?
0: I I'm just going to just put the nice guys into fucking YouTube and see what it gives me. Because I wasn't expecting to do this tonight. If Andy was going to be on the phone with us, that would have took up my yeah. Phone, so we wouldn't have had a soundboard. Uh, the nice guy's soundtrack. Let's go with official theme. Mm. Let's get some volume for the official theme. Ah, uh, think like a kind of Kojak. Was like, ah, was, oh shit, whiplash is starting. <laughs> it's like, you're rushing. Start chucking the fucking symbols at folk. So, alright folks, time to hold your horses. Films and Swearing is a podcast that likes to spoil their films. This is why we're playing this music. To warn you. That shit's gonna go down. We're gonna spoil this film. We're gonna talk about... Um, misty mountains, misty mountains, and rim jobs. I mean, rim shots and all our fucking weird fucking things that happen in this film and stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, to be honest, I was waiting on you to be playing like, movie tie-in. Like, and rant.
0: This film is full of sort of quick-fire dialogue. There's never big monologues. I noticed yeah. that. Like all the quotes of this film are just like single lines, single lines. I hope.
1: Gosling has like a monologue like Aye. at the end of the film and shit but it's
0: like, not my it's wife done. used to call it rumpy pumpy but she was from England fuck knows what that means
1: <laughs>
0: so I mean like that's a sentence I need I need some something I could fucking bite into and change alright orchestra let's it
1: yeah?
0: I know I'm going to start chasing a roll of film in the street the new <laughs> so yes basically we're going to spoil the nice guys if you haven't seen it hop on Netflix, get watched, then come back, because we're about to get LB deep. Is it still playing?
1: It is. Yes. Yeah, it's still playing. <laughs> I
0: could just slightly hear it. Right. There you go. I've muted my phone. Now we could just hear your washing machine.
1: Yeah, that's my fault.
0: Listen to that spin.
1: Yeah, I put washing in and i uh, done the usual forget to push the on button.
0: <laughs> could you not just go to your work in the morning please? Neyclays? That'd be easier
1: not so much me, it's hard because I've got like two sets of my chef whites there ready to go there, but
0: <laughs> You can't send your wife to work in a football t-shirt?
1: Nah, it's quite a long spin like...
0: Mm-hmm. Nah, we'll just get on with it. Okay, The Nice Guys is from director Shane Black. I was sort of like, He's like a jack of all trades, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he has credits for being an actor. Like, obviously, Noble predator. roles: Predator. Was that it? Maybe. Hawkins, was it? That's ah,
1: was Hawkins, I was
0: Hawkins and Predator. Uh, going through his IMDB, our notable films, um, Hunt for the Red October. He was an uh, un- uncredited, like a lieutenant in one ah, of the submarines. Right. Uh, as good as it gets, he was the cafe manager.
1: I've seen that film a few times. But Aye. I don't know, it's I'll not a
0: real see. significant role. Yeah. Because who is it? is it Bonnie Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. I was gonna say Bonnie Hunt. Uh, Helen yeah. Hunt. That was obviously her manager in that cafe uh, that right. fucking Jack Nixon shows up at all the time I'm guessing. Yeah. He obviously he's a famous screenwriter as well. Yeah. Um I think one of the main credits being Lethal Weapon. I directed that. Was he the director of uh, that one? Why was that not in his fucking
1: IMDb? I directed Lethal when so, um, First one anyway.
0: Yeah, when I looked at it, it just came up as "Kiss Kiss Bang Bang" as his fucking debut. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm got.
1: Uh... Hmm.
0: Right, written by Shane Black, Lethal Weapon, directed by Richard Donner. Ah, oh, f- mother. Fucker, right, okay. So, Shane Black is the fucking man behind, Le- like, he is the, the guy that created... Martin Rex and... Fucking Murdoch. Murtoch. Aye, Murtoch. Yeah. So, and, like, that, that enough really kind of sets him up. Like, that's two of the most fucking iconic yeah. buddy cops.
1: Looking through, like, his other, like, screenplays as well, and he's uh, got... Co- Credits for like, Last Boy Scout, mm-hmm. which is a, a favourite Bruce Willis film. Right?
0: Yeah. Aye, that was a badass Bruce Willis film. Uh, uh, last Action Hero is one of his as well. Aye. Same yeah. with fucking Monster Squad. I watched that for the first time last year. Is
1: that the 87 one? Yeah. Yeah. I used to love that film as a kid.
0: Oh, is it Wolfman God Nerds? Ah, that's what it is. I've just seen the kids walking about with like a t-shirt and then just like... And like, the wee girl
1: like, loved fucking Frankenstein, eh? Mm-hmm
0: but was there not like one kid walking around in like a bright red t-shirt and it just said Stephen King rules I can't imagine. Like, that's seen a, in... a fucking strong statement Like I, or... I
1: could easily say I've probably not seen it in about 20 years
0: aye well, I was, I'd never probably seen it it was like Netflix or something yeah and it's like ah oh, fuck it this is hor-. Like it's, it's Halloween let's watch something like fucking horrorly I should have watched this by now and yeah. it was it was like watching fucking Goonies ah uh, it's like Harad eh? mm mhm uh, so when it, as we said, when it came to directing, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in two thousand five. Have you seen that one?
1: I seen that for the first time this year. Right. After having you go on about it.
0: Yeah, because that was I only saw it for the first time last year, yeah. and I watched it like three times in one week. I saw it, then I made my wife watch it, then I watched it again, and then I probably just it everyone else.
1: Yeah. Ah, it was an alright
0: fun, mate. Aye. It was like, Val Kilmer fucking crushed it.
1: Aye, it was pretty good in that one. Uh, I always remember the bit where in Juniors fucking got the guy with a gun. Mm hmm. And he fucking accidentally like, pulled the trigger. Aye. Well, he wasn't expecting the chamber to be loaded. Aye, the Russian roulette, he was expecting
0: yeah. the odds to be alright. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> What's the chances? Well, one in six. Aye. So. Um, aye, because that was him, Val Kilmer uh, and Michelle Monaghan. Aye, I've never really seen her in anything else. Um, she
1: she was in Mission Impossible Three. She played Tom
0: Cruise's wife. Ah right. Oh, we had Philip <clears throat> Seymour Hoffman's. I'm going to find her. Aye. I'm going to hurt her. Aye. No, it just been um creepy.
1: She was in fucking Patriots Day. Was she? Aye, she was. Uh, what's his name? <laughs>
0: What Wahlberg's, Wahlberg's wife? Wi-Fi. Shit, she's just getting passed about those fox wives. Um, ah, that's it. It's weird because I just mind her being uh, fucking smoking and kiss kiss bang bang, uh, and just after that, I never. Maybe she just wasn't as sexualized in fucking Patriots Day. Maybe she was just being someone's wife, not yeah. being this slinky actress slash thief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, well. Uh, then, fast forward to 2013, Iron Man 3. I did it.
1: He Did he have anything to do with the first two? No. Yeah.
0: No, at all. That was your John Favreau. Ah, right. Done ah, those yeah. ones. Um. I think if they were just trying to find, like, a quality director, writer to film, uh, like... Just being like Marvel films that have like a prestigious name to attach to it, and I think this is kind of put down as like, I think this well, people don't like this one.
1: I, I, I never liked it, I only watched it for the first time last year, and mm-hmm. um, I just thought there was so many things wrong with the characters. Oh, the I... character that um, Ben Kingsley played mm-hmm. was fucking
0: horrible. That's it, I remember... Pierce was in that one as well. Yep, right? he was the villain. Uh, and of course, Gwyneth Paltrow saved the day in the end. Yeah. Using the Iron Man suit for herself. Yeah. Alright, a lot of folk weren't happy with Me that fair,
1: one. they found it the same like, The first one was really good and the kind they kind of went do now because we went to the cinema and seen the second one. Aye, and that the was questionable as well. It wasn't I would, very good either. Aye, right, I, I like parts of it but there's a lot going Aye, on. I thought Sam Rockwell was good in the second mm-hmm. one. But, like, Mickey Rourke he that, was, that. it's just...
0: It seems to be that typical thing when they do something sort of noteworthy as like an actor. Because this is right after like The Wrestler. They got yeah. all the Oscar buzz. Then they pulled him across to be a like a villain in a superhero movie. Yeah. Much like fucking Michael, Michael Keaton this year. Uh, like Got all the Oscar attention for Birdman. Marvel fucking pegged him. Put yeah. him in Spider-Man. Same with fucking Jamie Foxx when he did Django and then they put him in... Uh, Amazing yeah, Spider-Man 2 as Electro Yeah, so awful film. what was it you fell into like a tank there was no like computer towers and a tank of electric eels and something fucking uh, stupid like that And
1: I'm sure I should have bought it on Blu-ray as a gift to myself for getting a new job and I watched it and I
0: have not revisited it <laughs> opened the window and chucked it out and you done a TV movie in 2015. Called Edge. Right. Which is based on a series of Western novels. Like It was all like set in Australia. Right. With an Australian cast including Martin Martini and Ryan Quanten. Uh, Ryan Quanten is... He was a, a dude out of True Blood. like You had your main actress and then her brother Jason. And he's just this... Tall blonde Australian bloke.
1: All uh, right, I tried to watch True Blood when it first was kicking about and I couldn't aye.
0: really get, into, get it. into it. Aye, so that's it. Fuck that. Watch True Blood. We'll kin right away who that boy is. But yeah. aye. Cast of the nice guys consists of Russell Crowe as Jackson Healy, Ryan Gosling as Holland March, and Gory Rice as Holly March, Matt Bomber as John Boy. Margaret Quail as Amelia, Yaya da Costa as Tally, Keith David as Older Guy. Keith fucking David. Big Keith. Uh, Biao Nap or aye. Bo. Bo? That's pronounced Bo. Right. Bo Nap as Blueface, <laughs> Lith as Mrs. Glenn, lastly with the Coke Ball glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Muriel Tilio as Misty Mountains.
1: Is that who
0: played that? I fucking couldn't find. Aye. Kim Basinger was in it as well. Aye, she shows up a bit halfway through, and I was like, I looked, and I was like, she she looks like she's famous. Put it yeah. it. it's fucking Kim Basinger. Well, that's where that is. You always can the name, but you never can the fist. And yeah. she's got one of those faces where it's like. There's been a wee bit surgery to kind of keep that face together. So, Maybe a couple of injections or maybe some things have been tucked back a little. Ah, uh, she's looking old. A bit there. like Mickey Rourke. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what, Mike, go and tell me the plot of The uh, Nice Guys.
1: Two private detectives who are very different mm-hmm. um, are on the hunt for... Well, they're not on... Well, aye. They're on, the, they're on the hunt for a missing girl. But as part of like a subplot a porn star
0: that like ah, a mystery death of the, yeah, like yeah, a I porn know. star at the yeah, same yeah, yeah. time
1: and it just it just kind of like unravels. kind of gets almost like conspiracy-ish because
0: mm-hmm. well, that's it it seems simple at first yeah but the further they look into it the fucking the higher up it goes
1: yeah
0: right obviously we've done our Christmas podcast so we know both of us have seen this film already yeah and we both at that time like the film? What about you now? A couple of watches then?
1: Um I'm kinda of torn because like when I seen this this was like I hadn't I think it was a few films for last year that I hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. And this was at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. and dodging between that and it's probably between that and Patriot's Day is probably the top of my list for that year. Yeah. But it's still I've seen the film maybe like three or four times and it's still still laugh at the same
0: bits. Aye, aye. aye. It's, it's actually quite an easy watch. Aye. hmm Aye, aye, myself. I, I still liked it. There's maybe some parts now that I'm a wee bit more critical about it, but I think it's just through watching it more, I'm understanding it a lot more, and I'm noticing yeah. things I never noticed the first time around. Aye. So, like, my view on some characters have switched up, and I've liked some other characters more this time. Yeah. Rather than, did you like the first time? Because it was just funny. Yeah. Okay. Let's here we look at our cast. So Russell Crowe as Jackson Healy. He's like your seasoned vet, like Private Eye. Aye. He's he's he kins what he's doing, and when you first get introduced to him, he was like just beating the fuck out of some fucking weirdo giving like weed aye, to young aye, girls. Aye. aye. the
1: guys doing there?
0: Ah, he's like in his living room saying. Like, yeah, who's the daddy? Uh, I'm your daddy. I'm giving you weed. And then fucking, <laughs> big fucking Jackson shows up. And does he know, say something like, are you daddy? Like, what? <laughs> Stop fucking getting drugs to little girls. Like, he's the guy that you want a job done. He'll do it for you. Yeah. When you kind of go to the police, you go to the fucking Jackson Healy. And pay and him in fucking youhoo He's quite
1: famous around the parts aye like,
0: I you find it later on the film like why because he was he's on like so a, a, a fucking magazine, magazine at one point aye aye he's a funny one I loved. like it's like he's he's mellowed out almost because you give him the impression that he's had a drinking he's had a, maybe a drinking problem before yeah and but he's got a sweet tooth new like when that lassie offers him a fucking milkshake
1: he's like
0: you, who? I've not had one of these in thirty years. Yeah. And next thing you see is carrying like three crates to his house before fucking Keith David fucking knocks him out. Uh, but i love that fucking shot of him where you get like a wee flashback about his his marriage. Uh, and he's at a dinner table with his wife, and he's like, I'm fucking your dad and he's like Pfft. the way he fucking spits his water across the fucking room. I think if he just spits on her fucking face, okay. but it was just the like a wee slapstick moment. Where he just fucking. <laughs> what? You're fucking my dad. <laughs> uh, Russell Crowe senior. Aye. Like this. He, I fucking. I really do love the cast of this film. Yeah. Like there's there's no one out of place. Nah. And I think maybe it's, this being my second watch, I've I've appreciated Russell Crowe's character even more this time. Yeah. Because going on to Ryan Gosling. I thought your first time around he kind of steals it to ah. begin with because he's such a he's, a, he's the shit like, ah, he's like private eye
1: yeah
0: he's not As, good at his job at all
1: well you, <clears throat> you get the first impression basically <clears throat> like when he's in that house of that little woman and she's like filing the missing person fucking report. fred's Fred. gone missing <laughs> and just turned around and like the fucking arm like the arm with the ashes is like the manor piece the like the and like, like beloved husband how long have been missing for since the funeral
0: nah, I can't. he's getting all the shit work because he said that like guys for the police force were feeding them links so they were just giving them all this fucking yeah. stupid shit cases and You didn't pick, pick up at first that he's this fucking broken man. Like, Aye, because his wife
1: died and all that.
0: Exactly, you didn't get all that at first, but he's just sitting in the bathtub Aye, in
1: a like, suit. Aye, like, that's what I, I kind of make my mind up on. Was he, like, I'm assuming that's we just after a heavy night on the
0: sauce? Aye, oh, yeah, they sort of just woke up there. Were you thinking, of, like, oh, he might just be slitting his wrists next? Aye, or... maybe
1: he's just took overdoses.
0: overdose what? not work. Aye, that was weird, because... Even though, like, he is a fucking tragic character, as you go on to find it, but he's also the character that has the most fucking slapstick uh, humour, like, that moment where fucking Healy catches him on the toilet. Ah, uh, that's and he's like trying he's, to, like, read the magazine, I the gun. He's trying to give him fucking shit, he's, like, trying to intimidate him with his gun, and he... Drops his fag in his trousers and he's trying to fucking ah, yeah, pat the fag like out. kicking the door. And, and he's like threatening them. The door swings shut on him and he tries to pull it open. And he's like, turn around, turn around. And he's like, you know, I'm looking into a mirror. Close your eyes. <laughs> but you said it just before we started talking, uh, recording this. When he goes to break into the bar after like yeah. trying to find information about Amelia, who uh, all cunts looking for this yeah. girl. And he... He's trying to figure out how how do I break the glass to Uh, the door, and he's trying to wrap cloth around his knuckles, and he just fucking severs his wrist.
1: Aye, like basically like cuts like a major artery,
0: and it's just as we commentary to how he does it. Like, "Oh, oh no no, no. That's a lot of blood. And he just slides in the wall, falls into the fucking, like the rubbish.
1: Yeah.
0: That's when he's in an ambulance. And, <laughs> <they're-> <laughs> and he, he's put up a fight. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> and you get this really aggressive female, like, woman in I was like, we're losing him! And she's fucking shows, like, no, you have to stay down! And he's like, <laughs> and he's fucking trying to do everything to get up, and she's screaming, like, <laughs> trying to keep him down <laughs> oh it was fucking funny yeah. uh, that is that still made me laugh the fucking second time around yeah it's just it happens that quick because he goes for smashing it bleeding then cuts to he's <laughs> fucking dying in an ambulance and all these fucking struggling around him and he's flailing his arms about yeah and then he's lying in a fucking wheelchair and some woman's asking him to uh, accept Jesus he's uh, like I'm looking for Amelia guy and then you've got his fucking daughter, who is a fucking... S- uh,
1: she seems to be kind of, kind of like the level-headed person in the family. Aye. Like, she's more looking after him than he has to her.
0: Exactly. It's definitely like she's the parent to him because yeah. he's a fucking wreck.
1: Especially like later on in the family, you see the fact that she's driving the car.
0: Aye, exactly. Because well, he's just a fucking... He's not, he is an alcoholic. Aye. He can't even fucking function without booze. Yeah. But that fucking line of her, like when they're at the bowling alley talking, uh, yeah. she runs up behind him and says something like, rim job, and it's like I'm gonna give you a rim job. It's like no rim shot. Your rim shot was what you were trying to say there, because fucking uh, Russell Crowe's like what? what, what, what did she just say she was gonna do to you? <laughs> <laughs> like your daughter's fucking weirds. But aye, uh, she is the level-headed one. And uh, obviously it's like he does try to give her some life lessons. He more or less just corrects her language. Yeah,
1: yeah like, the,
0: like the way she talks and stuff. Uh, right. Aye. And, and and like, exactly. Stuff. It's like, <laughs> the way she talks, don't say and stuff. Like yeah. when she's correcting the fucking porn star about oh, doing really anal. Nah, yeah. <laughs> like, like oh, it makes me do anal. It's like, no, you sound silly. Just say it makes you do anal. I was like, girl, you shouldn't be saying these things. It's like when you've seen that Chloe Grace Moretz in Kick-Ass Aye. and she's crying for cunts and you're like, Jesus Christ, this Aye. is wrong. Uh, let's see, we've got plenty of other characters in here. Like Keith David kind of gets a weird recurring role. You don't yeah. get to care much about him. No. He's just, I think he's not really a private eye. I think he's more of a hitman. It's
1: almost like a bounty hunter kind of thing, I think.
0: Nah, he's more of a crooked, one of the crooked variety. Yeah. Him and his blue Blueface. Yeah,
1: because it's when you see Russell Crowe going up the stairs, upstairs with the, the barn and he's got all the fucking case of you and he, he goes to go to his door mm-hmm. and then... Keep Blueface is already in. is already in. Like, I didn't notice that the first time. Like, uh. Him actually walking past the glass door but
0: Aye, so that's it. Keith David's coming up behind him. And yeah. And he's like, oh no, pal, uh, toilets are downstairs. And that's where he gets fucking cracked with the butt of the gun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Aye, the whole thing with a fucking Blueface. Aye. I honestly swore, like, like, each time I see that, it's like, oh, Sasha Baron Cohen. But aye. no. Because uh, it does look like a proper, just with being a 70s style. Yeah. Like when you look at his picture on IMDb, he looks fuck all like the dude in this film. Yeah, but just like the big hair and the sunglasses, mm. he was fairly different. Yeah, and I was got I've got Amelia written in here. She doesn't really show up to Bit halfway halfway, but she's a stroppy wee cow. Like, Aye. like when she does eventually to get a fucking killed, <laughs> no tears were shed.
1: Yeah, I didn't even really care.
0: Aye, I, because I they spent so much of this film trying to find her. And yeah. when they finally find her, she really doesn't care that she's been found. Yeah. She just wants away. Everyone fucking involved in that porno's dead. Mm. So it was only a matter of time where she finally gets away and then fucking tries to hitch a ride for the wrong guy. Yeah. Fucking takes a bullet to the face. Knew the story... We've kind of spoke about the story already. It was, yeah. Do You feel actually this this kind of kind of works out like when watching it last night. This is, a like a lethal weapon style film, aye, aye. but set in the seventies. I'm not sure if this is just a trait of Shane Black as a director and a writer, that like he kind of worked really well by doing buddy cop or, like, yeah, aye, yeah. aye buddy cop. Let's aye, because I mean,
1: because like.
0: Lethal Weapon, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, like, fuck, in ah, pairs.
1: Like, fucking, like, Last Boy Scout kind of, like, almost worked the same way. Exactly,
0: you had that. Uh, David Wayans. That's it. Him and Big Bruce. Yeah. But, I, I, just watching it, now, because, last night, I could just imagine, like, Mel Gibson, and Danny Glover, fitting in the roles, like, Ryan Gosling is sort of like, your, Mel Gibson character. Yeah. Where, he, not as fucking wild more fucking vulnerable and stupid yeah. but definitely Russell Crowe kind of channeled like a Danny Glover Aye, like okay. he, he he could have just said I'm too old for this shit yeah but it was you could definitely just see it where it's all coming for yeah you could really just see like if those boys were still in their prime or if he wrote this script fucking 20 yeah, years I mean,
1: back that's like- that's the thing, like, do you think Russell Crowe was his first pick for Jackson Because, I mean, Russell Crowe's not really been in big roles the last uh, few years. Like, he's kind of had, like, smaller roles, like Man of Steel, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm trying to think the last big role he done.
0: Nah, he's one of these boys that kind of just falls off the radar.
1: I uh, think maybe the last big film he probably done was... Uh, American Gangster, with Denzel Washington, where he plays the uh, postman in the seventies.
0: Ah, that's a, a good shout. Um, when
1: well, you had yeah. like all the bigger roles since then, but nothing major. I don't think.
0: Ah, nothing leading. Uh, not fathers and daughters, the water Diviner, Noah. Ah. Now that, but that, that was a bit of a, a shit Aye. storm by he's he's far from the gladiator that we once knew
1: aye and I mean Ryan Gosling's fucking hot
0: property exactly he's fucking white hot yeah <laughs> especially doing things like all this la 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 now like whatever he touched like Blade Runner aye Blade Runner yeah okay let's go through the notes of what we liked about the film the initial meeting and between these guys.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's put down as probably my favourite scene in the film.
0: Because <laughs> right away, you've got, like, Russell Crowe's character. Because he's, he's been told to tell fucking Ryan Gosling, stop looking for Amelia. Yeah. fuck, You've been asking too many questions, stop it. And he's like, oh, wait, no, I'm a private eye as well. We're cool. And whatever he does, any time he gets a chance, he's trying to fucking grab his gun... Yeah. And because well, he, he first gets punched in the fist, aye, at the door, and he was he was trying to say right, could do it easy way, the hard way. Let's just stop this. Hmm. And Ryan Gosling gives up the informant right away. He says, oh no no the Grant that she saw it, and he's like, you give up your informant, uh. and he's like, yeah, well, I don't want any more trouble, but you just give up so easily. He's yeah. like, I know. I don't wanna do anything and then he just fucking dies for the gun. Aye, we fucking
1: touch <laughs> and your just,
0: barrel. Aye. And it's no until he's like, right, we've done the first part. Now the second thing we need to do and he's on the fucking grounds. Uh, and he's a right, we just need to make sure you've got the message. And he's a right. Give me your arm. He's like, aye. no. He tries to put no. such a fight. Uh, aye, he's so, like he's like, I've got a recurring injury. He's like, did you cut yourself? <laughs> and he said right when the doctor asks "Is a fucking a fracture of the blah, blah 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 yeah it's like what no and he's just gr- like the, you just hear the and the, uh, yeah, I know that's a squeal somewhere. he he masters like this high pitched whimper and squeal yeah. like that's part of his fucking calibre and acting. he could just let out a yeah. wee yelp when he wants to do but so when he leaves he's just on the floor face down just going <laughs> just a low growl grunt of just this defeated man lying on the floor with a broken arm yeah now before they went to that fucking party in the hills did you see the Jaws 2 fucking billboard
1: nah I never
0: it was one of the night scenes it was obviously after they went to the burnt out house and they were just driving it just like they went past a fucking billboard for Jaws 2 so just like I guess Shane Black was properly... like, remember, 1977. Had to have been the year that came out, I guess. Yeah. Like let's I just... thought there
1: would have been, like, Star Wars shit. Aye. Ah, <coughs> Star Wars in
0: the 70s. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it just comes to maybe what properties are allowed to mention. Yeah. That could have been the same studio that done Jaws. aye, ah, you could use that one. Yeah. But let's talk about the, the
1: fancy... Exactly. in the
0: house exactly I, I, quite, I quite liked the whole the whole scene mm. I mean you had aye that's it you get to see the, the how our characters do their their fucking craft yeah you've got fucking Holland going off accepting free drinks because yeah. at first he's like "No, nah, no, nah, I'm working it's a free bar man yeah <laughs> next thing you see he's fucking pesties he's then, getting all his when
1: he goes fucking swimming in that tank
0: he's trying mermaids. to interview mermaids because <laughs> that's like he's he's fucking wasted easily like he's yeah. going over to girls like hi I'm Amelia I'm lost I'm trying to find her <sighs> and doesn't understand it and then he's like entranced by the fucking mermaids uh, <laughs> and, then and then you has, have
1: absolutely has when finds finds um, what's her name with his
0: daughter and the be porn room. yes aye because fucking Holly Holly aye aye she sneaks in and she's sitting watching fucking porn with the yeah with the actress and then there's like that dude I, I, I've no got his name but he just fucking he cries him dickweed and just fucking drives his face into yeah. the coffee table yeah uh, <laughs> And that's where she corrects on her fucking l- her, her language. She said, yeah. like, don't say and stuff. Just say anal. But I'm pretty sure that dude, like, you face plants, is a dude you see towards the end of the film where they make that joke about Buddy. He's like, thanks for your help, Buddy. How did you know my name was Buddy? <sighs> I just kind of look like a heavy set guy with curly black hair. Mm. I might have been a different dude, but... Uh, but it's not until... Uh, when Goslin's fucking playing with po- Pocahontas by. and say, shoot me. And, was, and, and then the fucking last flip and he just goes off the balcony. And you get that fucking great shot of them just looking to the hell and him tumbling. Yeah. <laughs> right to the shot. And she's just like, just walks away and just like, fuck yeah. it. I'm off my face. That's where he's just
1: like trying to like light his fire that and then he... That was a great wee effect.
0: Like, like where it lights... And you just see it lights up the fucking dead body beside him. Yeah. Then the lighter goes out and it disappears. And lights <laughs> up. And it's the cunt they're trying to find. Or yeah. uh, the the Sharet guy.
1: Yeah, what's his name? Say Sharek.
0: Aye, that's it. Cause he was the director yeah, or like was, a producer director, of films. Uh, yeah. But he's doing them with a fucking face blown away, like his eye was gone. Something yeah. shot him in the face. Yeah. And that's where you kinda of got your first like Amelia sighting. She was just like her that fucking bright yellow dress in the woods and just runs off. Yeah. But it's not until Healy gets down there and I think, right, we need to... We- I know,
1: but it's before Healy gets down there that's when he notices the body mm-hmm. and it's like, obviously, he's pissed and he's like, kind of like, almost uh, laughing, like, kind of like, crying. Uh, he- and he's like, trying to shout Healy and he's like,
0: <laughs> aye I reckon I, I is he laying it on too thick there or do you think that's right like watching that last but night it's
1: like somebody that's trying to
0: like he's petrified aye because that's he, he's not got a stomach for this job aye you, you see that several times throughout like yeah. at the sights of fucking blood or just something like he's yeah. <laughs> even the sight of his own blood he's fucking yeah. passes out
1: and then it's been obviously gets a hoodie healy
0: here comes through, and he's like did you fall?" Ah, he's looking, he's like, how did you get down here? Wait, you fell, didn't you? And it's just their decision. Right, we need to dump this body. Let's drop it on a fucking... Into what looked like a Mexican wedding. Yeah. Like all the dinner guests (laughs) sitting at the top table. Then a fucking dead body lands in front of you. I think Gene Black likes to, like, kind of just pepper in these little extra jokes. Like, right, uh, how, how can we make this funny? Let's just have a wedding party on the other side of that fence. And it's like they look over and go, ah, let's run. And they just fucking run away.
1: But... But, um... Keith David showed up at the party as well, mind.
0: Aye. That's when, like, the shit kind of goes down. Because uh, that's after they dumped the body. They get back up, don't they?
1: Yeah. And
0: fucking gunshots. Blue yeah, faces yeah. is there. Because everyone's looking for Amelia. Yeah. And you get that fucking dark moment where... Uh, Blueface gets hit by a truck aye and
1: and Holly goes back to
0: she's holding his hand trying to comfort him yeah and gets Haley to come over and he's like aye aye go go down the road look for help try and phone an ambulance mm. and he just does he suffocate him
1: aye he just because it smothers on me yeah aye
0: that was a dark moment like
1: yeah I was still pissed that he fucking broke all his fucking Yehus, aye, that's the it. Thing is that like, we're calling him blueface, but we've still gonna discussed how he got blueface. Right, well, aye,
0: that's it. The bag of money.
1: Yeah, the fake bag of money.
0: Aye, that one of those things where
1: you just it's like, it doesn't wash off because eh, it's, in, it's in Healy's house.
0: Yeah, because they're just raking through his apartment for yeah, fuck those what, it's clues. Been...
1: It's when he's like trying to wipe off, and he's like dipping his hand in the fish tank, and he's ah, throwing, was... throwing the fish at fucking Russell Crowe. There was a scene in that that whole bit in the house when they they go to like shoot a each chair, and he goes, I think Blueface was to shoot um, Healy and Healy like ducks, and he hits a fucking woman in the house. Aye, right, across the
0: opposite. street. Aye, aye, I do remember that shot because you just seen some women going. Aye. And fucking Keith Davis going ape, going, fucking, we've done enough. Stop it. Started blowing the door off with a shotgun. Aye. Now, after the party the next day, the you note know, I've got is... When we get introduced to... Kim Bessner. Aye. Yeah. Where she's like, they're getting hired by all cunts now. And she started writing out a cheque, and I'm pretty sure she's writing 50. Like, they're saying, right, okay, I'll hire you gentlemen to find Amelia. And Russell Crowe's like, I've got this one. No. Gosling. He's like, it's got to cost you five thousand. And she's in the middle writing like 50 and just stops and just tears the check up. Okay. Fine. <laughs> it's like, oh, you silly cunts.
1: And then there's like, like, as well, like, Holly's plan to get more money out of quite good as well. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they don't, like, decide to, like, wait, like, a few days later, and then go back to get my money out of. But that was the plan, obviously.
0: Aye. And that's where you had... Because that's her assistant's this lassie Tally. Yeah. The black woman, yeah. where they have... She does get some, like, a briefcase of money later on.
1: Yeah. And then they do not get the bit where they... That's where fucking Healy... No, no Healy. Fucking... Holland's like steaming. hmm. And he has the whole argument with Holly. And then, obviously, Jackson's like, What do you ask myself? And then he's like, Ah, he's like, you read your note, run Yeah. Because he, he thinks it's a flight. Mm-hmm. But That's it's actually uh, uh, address. Ah, uh, it's like and a hotel. Ah. Uh, and it's like, where they're like, kind of like almost like shitting and they go in the, corner of the hotel to go to the bar.
0: Yes. And they find that a bartender. Yeah. And they're trying to do the wee down for information and the, what the he ask him like well what's in it for me
1: yeah
0: you know, he'll stop doing this doing what he just... grabs
1: his tie and just fucking pulls him onto the bar <laughs> that, was,
0: that looks fucking sore just yeah. battering your nose off a bar it's so
1: when it's when they're in the elevator yes and I, on one of the notes that I've walked around doing in the elevator is that same music it plays
0: in a scene from Blues Brothers All oh, right. Yeah. Shit, I've never noticed that. One thing I did notice, like, was something that was edited maybe a little bit differently. There's always one gag in the trailer that I really like, and that was from this scene, is when they get out of the elevator, they lean out, they see everything going on, you see that boy getting shot, you yeah. see that dude, bl- like, bleeding boy, out, aye. and they go back in the elevator, and then you see the, the body flying. The body flying through the... eye. And it cuts back to their reaction, and they're just like hitting the button to get back in. Both of them, they know they're fucking in over their heads at that point. Yeah. Like Russell Crowe, straight faced, and then film like Ryan Gosling's just staring out, and his eyes are like twitching. But in the trailer, they have him dry heaving. Like he's
1: going,
0: It's like, that was a, so much. That I fucking laughed when I saw that. It's like every time I watch that, I keep expecting the the dry I heave. I think i
1: only watch the trailer once, eh. I've not really picked up on it.
0: Aye, but that was it. It was always that one gag that made me laugh. Yeah. And when I seen it happening in the films, oh, always gonna heave the new. Yeah. And it is neat, and it just like. That's weird. Yeah. It always fucking cap yeah. like, I can't not like, unsee it.
1: Yeah. So then obviously they get to the bottom of the, the entrance. They get in the car, then they drive into the alleyway. And Aye, then and stuck in. Like, kind of freaking out, and then Amelia just lands on the bonnet. Yeah, shoots the fucking window bit like the, the,
0: the handgun. Ah, oh, actually doesn't care kind of the to fucking fire a gun, fires yeah. herself off, knocks herself out. Now, in some point around that, I think maybe when they're going to collect the money from uh, Tally, yeah. because they all talked about they were going to send the doctor over to make sure Amelia's fine. Yeah. But when they're walking there, uh, Russell Crowe tells a story. to to Gosling, and it, it more or less is a. Like, long story short, it's no, no, no. That I think that we might have passed that bit, but he says there's always two ways to look at a story. Like, there's there's always two ways to look at a situation, because he tells him this Richard Nixon story, about yeah. a guy dying, and all he sees is Richard Nixon comforting him. Is it, do we all see Richard Nixon when we die? Like, is this what we see instead of angels? And they play that back at the very end of the fucking film after Ryan Gosling falls off of the building, lands in the swimming pool and he looks over and fucking Richard Nixon's and in the pool, swimming pool uh... pointing at him. I it's like, that <laughs> is fucking brilliant. Like that, the fact that they remembered, like, the fact that they done a callback yeah. to a pointless story. Where Ryan Gosling I shits in man, him. because
1: he's freaking out in the pool, eh?
0: Aye. And he's like, you're not. He's like, he's swimming away for Nixon. Nixon's like <laughs> the Grim Reaper coming to get him. <laughs> like, if he fucking touches him. But it's just somebody in his fucking mask just pointing. And it's like, that's oh, fucking brilliant. Like, there's mere little jokes like that that play off so fucking well in this film. Like, the next, like, they get the money for the tally, they get in the car, and they're driving, and fucking, like, Gosling's like, man. I'm getting tired, I'm going to have to pull over and let you take over. And Crow's just like, no, nah, just let go of the wheel, man. The car drives itself.
1: And the fucking aunt, the...
0: The bumblebee. The
1: bumblebee, hang out because they're talking about killer bees. at the party.
0: That's, aye, because that's quietly mentioned. There's like a boy reading a newspaper, and it talks about killer bees in Brazil. And that is like just a subtle other thing that's going on in their world. That is always... Yeah. It's just in the subconscious. Yeah, because
1: they bring it back at the end of the film with the bees on the fucking flying about the bar. Mm Mm-hmm. And fucking... Gosling's like trying to spot
0: it with a napkin. Exactly. But I... I just love the fucking weirdness where he's talking about Was Nah, man, just leave the car. It drives itself. He's like, Ah, I didn't know they can do that. He's like, yeah, man, all cars could do that. And you're like... Obviously, at first you're thinking it doesn't click until the bumblebee shows up that this is a fucking dream sequence yeah. maybe when they say ah I just let go of the car it's fine he's like that's fucking weird why would you say that because it starts off fine he just talks about like he's got an ankle holster yeah. and he's like ah, that's a pretty sweet ankle gun you got and he's like yep and you just forget about that
1: yeah
0: until fucking cut to the standoff with tally and fucking Gosling throws himself to the floor to grab the ankle gun off his fucking ankle <laughs> only to realise Shit, that's a fucking dream. and it's like, what? it's just all these random fucking moments. Like, everything pays off. Like yeah. the whole fact that he mentions that like, he's got a gun on his ankle and nothing else about it until he fucking dives to him at the end of the film, thinking, right, this is our out. Is the way you thinking? I was asleep. That was a dream. And the fucking bumblebee. Yeah. This was a dude I found out by accident scrolling through on IMDb. It's Hannibal Buress. Is the voice of the bumblebee. Like the uh, black comedian that, um, shack, I can't mind what films he's in, but I just know he was the guy that kind of reignited the joke about Bill Crosby date raping chicks. Uh, right. And, well, what fucking more or less got him done. Uh-huh. Because everyone suddenly remembers wait a minute, he did rape a lot of people.
1: In but- fact, it wasn't he done.
0: Has he's not been arrested?
1: Not the jury through it. Oh, shit.
0: Now, what about this doctor that comes out to see Amelia? And it's also It's been it's, intercepted. It. When they tell Tally, she just sends a hitman around. Yeah. Do they make it out that it's actually fucking John Boy from... The Waltons. Aye, for the Waltons, is the hitman. Because uh. they... You've got Holly and her pal in the house, yeah. and her pal's on the phone to her, to someone, and they're talking about, "Was it. like, you know, John Boy, like from the Waltons." Remember, he had the fucking hockey puck on the side of his face, and the hitman has a mole inside his face, and he fucking like <laughs> has a wee like twitch when you've made fun of him. It's like, yeah. Shit, wait, are they actually saying this is the kid for the Waltons grown up, and he's now a hitman? <sighs> and I was like, on oh, IMDb, he's like, wait, is this the same actor? as the boy for the Waltons? Like, of course, it's not. Nah nah but it's just the thought is like that's a really in, like intricate fucking decision it's like alright let's yeah. just make this fucking hitman be fucking John Boy for the Waltons in this film all yeah. grown up now he's yeah, killing people because
1: he ends up being like kind of like, like the predominant like bad, bad guy towards the last like, half of the film
0: yeah and it does because this turns into a fucking full on shootout. yeah like he goes to the boot of his car, pulls out a big fucking machine gun, starts firing bullets, and it's, it's where he pins down a... I keep wanting to by the character names I can never remember. I was going to say Healy and Jackson. Uh,
1: it's Healy and fucking Holland.
0: Healy and Holland. I keep wanting to say Holland and Barrett. <laughs> that would have been a nice joke if fucking Russell Crowe's second name was Barrett, but no. Uh, but when they're pinned in the kitchen and he shouts to Ryan Gossum to chuck him the gun that's in the cookie jar yeah. and he chucks him and throws it at the fucking kitchen window
1: <laughs>
0: and like fuck shit like that still makes me fucking giggle just like I just keep forgetting because you just automatically imagine that he grabs the gun and it just, but he just throws it right over his fucking head and like yeah. oh Holland is a fucking shitty detective <laughs> can't even chuck a gun right Uh, right, any bad bits? Because um, I did mention that. Like, well. Uh, I can't I really just mention the fact that I feel really sorry for Ryan Goslin's character in this one. Mm. Like, he's just a sad, wee drunk guy because he, he's always drinking his life's a fucking train wreck. Yeah. Like even his daughter cried him like the world's worst detective. Yeah. But it's just because he hasn't got a sense of smell. So he never knew noticed a gas leak. Aye. And the fucking the house blew up. Cause they're living in like a like a temporary place. Yeah. And the daughter's always sitting reading books and what where her house was.
1: Yeah.
0: Like just when you start finding it, it's like, man, he went for being like the really funny one to like Jesus Christ, I feel so depressed for this cunt. <laughs> he's lost everything. Of course, he's drinking all the time. Of course, yeah. his daughter's having to raise him because he's a fucking wreck. Mm. Like, this film was funny an hour ago. Now I'm a bit <laughs> greeting about how broken this boy is.
1: Eh, I did, not I?
0: No, Henry Oak, nay. Nah. Mm hmm
1: bit where they supposed to go to the car show that's kind of be the last because so like John, John Boy fucking catches up with Amelia mm-hmm. and like, just shoots her
0: Aye.
1: and uh, but it does a job actually. exactly so then they go to the car show cause because they're, the they're sig- still trying to find the print of this yeah, film sure.
0: Aye. I did like the the reveal of solving the old granny's mystery when yeah. she said, I saw her at a table in a blue pinstripe dress, talking to people, and they couldn't figure it out, but it was because of projecting a film in the living room, which had her granddaughter on a yeah. desk in a blue pinstripe suit. Like, it was just the way they managed to, like, how that worked into it, because she died yeah. two days earlier in front of the kid for Jurassic World, yeah. who probably thought all his dreams came true, uh, looking at his dad's stroke magazine, then the fucking lassie <laughs> appeared in front of him after driving a car through his house it's kind of a a blessing and a curse like <gasps> fucking Misty Mountains lying in front of me but she's dead yeah <laughs> do I touch her boob <laughs> Um. but aye they're all chasing the print of this film now yeah cause you've got uh, Holland and Healy going yeah. in there you've got Keith, Keith David David's
1: still there
0: yeah fucking John Boy's there.
1: Uh, what's her name? Tally's there. Tally's still there. And then, as the film, as the film gets, you realise that the guy that's like running like the car shop he's like the actual
0: one behind the film. Exactly, The like, old guy. Mhm. Because there's, because it does. It goes so far up you don't realise it. It's Kim Basinger's character who's like in the Department of Justice who's she's got to get pulled into this as well as the fucking guy with the car dealership and like yeah. all these people are gonna be in the shit if this information gets out because the pollution the birds it's all related yeah. to them Uh so it, it makes so much sense when it's the right will kill everyone involved with the film and just try and destroy any yeah stock of the film no one expected it to be fucking laced in spliced in amongst like the fucking advert for the car yeah but it's it's when I did like the moment where Tally's got them at gunpoint and Holly comes in the room with that like the wee dining cart yeah and she goes to fucking chuck the coffee at her Uh. and it's like why did you just throw cold coffee at me I thought it was hot and fucking Ryan Goss is like I like where your head's at girl don't worry that's good you used your initiative (laughs) And uh, she goes to the fucking fire, slips in the cold coffee and knocks herself <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> I liked also that uh, Holland had like a wee soft spot for Tally. Yeah. And it's like, where the... she talks about how she killed three people in Detroit and he's like, no, you, you're not a killer. And Healy's like, no, she is a killer. She just meant she killed three people. No, but it's been That's not you. You're not like that. <laughs> Like, no, that's her. She's trying to find a She's a murderer. <laughs> and even after she's knocked herself out, he's putting a wee pillow under her head to make yeah. sure she's comfy.
1: Hey, one of the bits that I do like towards the end is when Keith David catches up with Holland mm-hmm. and uh, Holly. and And fucking Holland's like absolutely out of his
0: face. Or obviously. Yeah. So you think. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, are you drunk? Aye. And this is where he's, he's laying on thick, where he's sitting crying. He's like, you're with your daughter? And he's <sighs> trying to give him like a life lesson. Aye. Uh, and what happens they start fucking... And they
1: start scuffling
0: and all that. And then they go off And through. then the
1: two of them go off the fucking roof. And yeah. then that's when God's in line in the pool bit Keith. Uh, Keith Aye, ah, that's a messy
0: shot. Uh, that's a messy uh, end for Keith. Yeah. Like they were fucking lucky that there's a pool there because he mm-hmm. just went...
1: I'm pretty sure Healy actually pulls the Did You Fall Again line on Exactly.
0: The- and it's like, <laughs> how did you get down? Did, did you fall? Like, this film is, is is properly clever. I think the more you watch it, the more you go and pick up that, the, like, the repeated use of dialogue, the whole fact that all these wee stupid stories and anecdotes come full circle by the end of it because, honestly, every time you see Nixon in that fucking pool... Yeah. I grinned stupid and was like that's so fucking clever yeah because that's it it's like, what happens if you die is it fucking Richard Nixon the first person you see
1: yeah because it like, it's when uh, when he comes at the pool and him and uh, Healy's like fucking behind the pillar he's like I think I'm invincible man aye and he's it's like, it's like can I die aye
0: and then some cunt starts shooting at him
1: aye and he's like but we need to go all the way up there to get the film it's always
0: already there fighting with Tally and it gets yeah. launched out and that's where because it's more as you have John Boy and Healy fighting to the end yeah and it's the whole thing where he's fighting and he accidentally pulls one of the pins off his I like that bit where he just grenade. throws the
1: jacket and it lands on the fucking black guy's
0: in his arm because they were the fuck fighting with uh,
1: yeah and been downstairs because they were trying to stop him he grabbed him the film
0: but it was fucking red hot with the fire yeah
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a clever film.
0: And then you get your wee Christmas cutaway. Oh, they're in the bar. Aye, and they've got their fucking advert in the paper, and they both look fucking Hispanic. Yeah. Aye. At
1: least it's the fact that like fucking oh, it, um. So like Russell Crowe's first time like drinking in the film as well. Yeah. Aye. Got
0: the Captain Morgan's. Exactly. Because that's can Trying to think what he's overcome like or knew like he could just kind of I think if it's the relief that they've done something right or that, like his past demons have got past him because I was talking about his stuff with the diner Yeah. and it was the best day of his life Yeah. but it all just kind of seems not as miserable as uh. Holland but he's still mere reserved so the same yeah. drinking at the end I was like oh not rules reverse because I'm pretty sure Holland was still drinking yeah. with him
1: but And then that's when the B B appear as soon fucking trying to swat it with his napkin.
0: Aye. No, you said you had a wee piece of trivia for us.
1: Aye. Um Robert Downey Jr. had an uncredited cameo in the film where he played one of the dead bodies. Oh. And I think it was the one of the one that Gosling finds.
0: Ah, the, uh, the dude with the face blown away.
1: Yeah, I think it's. And I'm sure. I that guess that, that makes it sense.
0: It. Because his face is obscured. So you wouldn't exactly be looking for Robert downy yeah. Jr. You would just be seeing a man with half a face. Yeah, let's see. Trivia. I'm going to just look up the cast list as well. So scroll right to the bottom because that's where they'll probably hide these people. Um.
1: Mm. Aye, <clears throat> the body of Sid Shatter is played by Robert Downey Jr. wearing a fake beard.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, you want the budget and box office? I let's go. Right. Cost fifty million to make. Right. Uh, do you remember? How oh, well it did back, as uh, it back in the day last I did, year. I didn't think it had probably done that well. It wasn't it big, was it? No,
1: nah, I didn't think
0: so. No, nah. uh, so do you think it made it money back domestically?
1: I think it maybe either came up just short or it made just enough.
0: Thirty six million. Oh, so just short. Mm-hmm. And foreign market twenty six. So sixty two million worldwide. Yeah, so it made
1: twelve.
0: Yeah. And that's uh, is, I think I, I don't remember it being described as like it bombed or it flopped times yeah, any yeah. of that, but I don't remember it being number aye, one aye, box office. Aye, wasn't it wasn't
1: like a, a that wasn't really like a big marketing campaign for it. Exactly, because yeah, I mean, it came out roughly what in the summer, in the summer of last
0: year. Yeah, aye, aye maybe. And, l- I mean, what was, late August probably. What was, like
1: the films in the summer of last year, like a fucking like
0: summer blockbusters shit I can't think oh, it's off top of my head well
1: it's Civil War but that was earlier right that was like
0: Easter April mm-hmm. um... could have been beaten by things like X-Men Apocalypse aye uh... because that's it it's it's Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe so it's not as a proper star studded uh... as a fucking summer superhero movie with all these other folk it's the more intelligent yeah. film of these, it's a, so, I, and I think it's just, I, I was going to say, it's not really, it can't aye. be a niche market, nah. like, smart films, it can't be, looked at like that, because you've got, fucking Ryan Gosling in a movie, like, that's going to attract some audience, yeah. Shane Black's name, is going to attract an audience, Russell Crowe, I reckon, ugh, your your mammy will go see it, yeah. but, Aye, 62 million, so it didn't go wild, but, yeah, he's made his muck, aye, aye, Amazon one star reviews, out of the 293, there was 41, one 41 star, Forty-one. and legitimate ones, um, aye, uh, not nice at all, by Ollie, <laughs> there's nothing, nice about nice guys, for me, the film just dragged, I know it was a black comedy, but I didn't laugh once.
1: He did not laugh.
0: Exactly. That is, there's actual proper laugh-out-loud moments in this I film. I like
1: I'm actually surprised that one of the people that are reviewing it is actually Andy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Walker writes, I'd rather fix my dad's laptop than watch this movie. <laughs> um, don't waste your money by Amazon customer. Bugger couldn't put his name on it. Hmm. Had high expectations after Funny Trailer, but were really disappointed with this film. It was only because of Russell Crowe's and Ryan Gosling's acting pedigree that we preserved, but eventually gave up about an hour and a half of inane storyline and American cliche obsession with gun shootouts. Trying to be a bit of a Jonathan Ross here, but uh, that was what the, the public thought of it on Amazon. Eh. Uh, what's next for films and swearing? Episode 149 will be The Final Girls from director Todd Strust Um, Should be a good one. I've only watched it once. Mm-hmm. I think I've Watched it twice last year. It's a, it's a typical thing. I'll watch it for myself. Then by the time I finish watching, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, Margot will probably like this. Yeah. Then make her watch it a couple of nights later. Uh, website filmsandswearing.com for links to Facebook, Instagram, Amazon, and Twitter. We've also got another new review on the website this week. Uh, go on to our website to find out what I thought of The Handmaiden from director Park Chan Wook. See if it's more than just a filthy, filthy lesbian film. Was it? Uh, there was more than just it being a filthy, filthy lesbian film. Right. As as also having to be quite a complex, Park and work film. Right. just i was the all boy. So, uh, patron pledge one dollar a month via PayPal to get access to a whole host of exclusive podcasts, which is now over ten hours worth of exclusive, special content that you can't get. Anywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on site, like, wrestling commentaries, extended episodes, things like uh, Alien Covenant, Okja, and our upcoming silent season.
1: Aye. Are okay. you actually, like, rattling off all films in the first and one podcast?
0: so... Eh, uh, no, I'm going to do, like, a three-episode arc... So going uh, for ah uh, because they're only like
1: what twenty minutes long sort of
0: thing. Eh? Nah, these are all feature length ones. Oh, they? they did do a lot of shorts, but I've I've chosen feature length films just <laughs> to make it extra painful for Andy. Oh, you uh, wanted to do it, so I'll I'll, I'll make him watch them. Uh, Unless he'll just phone me up and go ah not nah, no the night. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, we've got uh, our first one hopefully maybe recording within the next month I'm taking my time with the notes and getting everything properly written and i yeah. got to do some pre-recording before that show discussion just like kind of laying out some of the history and what I've yeah. picked for it. So we'll be going we'll be, we will be doing Harold Lloyd's Safety Last first. That's going to be the right. first episode from I think 1923. Uh. So That is a patron exclusive podcast which you won't hear on our iTunes feed for, I reckon, maybe usually we give these patron podcasts maybe six months, maybe a year and then put them on iTunes after. So paying 93 pence a month to get access to over 10 hours worth of content and these podcasts, you're easily getting more than your money's worth. But, yeah, I think it's that time when the cat's crying at the door. It's probably time to Wrap up the podcast. Uh, so let's get the music at the appropriate volume. Still a bit high. There we go.
1: Ah, uh, the intro was really, really, really high,
0: like ah, that's like just to get me pumped. Get the adrenaline <laughs> through, through. See the marbles are coming out. Mm-hmm. It's the music, get it flowing through my veins. So shout out to Andros for the theme music, Anthrax style. Shout out to Stu McPherson, Kenny B and all our supporters on Patreon. And our listeners for tuning in and letting us fill your lugs. But it is that time of the day for us to pull out. And if we've learned one thing from today, Mike, it would be...
1: And it doesn't watch Ryan Godwin films.
0: Oh no, he doesn't. Fuck off and tune in next week.